Good evening all and welcome to BB on Blast with me, Lindsay. Now I seem to have got into the habit of doing my podcast on a Tuesday, which is quite stupid because the main episode is on a Wednesday. Um, but I suppose it's like almost, my podcast is almost a spoiler, um, which is really weird because I'm used to being so behind the times. But I don't know, this just feels right. I'm not saying I'm sticking to Tuesday, but um, by Tuesday I've kind of thought of enough things to say by all the pieces I've kind of pulled together so so the last episode I saw was the last last week's main episode on Wednesday which most of which we've already discussed but I suppose notable was Monty saying (laughs) Justin steals his clothes he's been shot at um Justin wasn't too happy he said this was very derogative which I think you'll agree it was um, <laughs> and Justin calls out Monty and said, I heard what you said about me, motherfucker, <laughs> which I liked. Um, <laughs> and then Justin went out in the garden. He was like lifting weights and praying to Jesus. Um, and he said, it's a racial issue. And then, uh, Faleb, okay, Monty, don't need to know his name anymore, said, we're all under the same sun. Oh, that's nice. Um, and, uh, he also said, um, Monty, this is. I'm good looking and good with people. Um, <laughs> then <clears throat> Chrissy was disappointed to be a pawn. We'll get used to it because you're a pawn this week, do you? Um, so then Monty got evicted. Uh, he went out of his head held high. Didn't say fuck you all, which I completely missed <laughs> when Cornbread went. That's good though, isn't it? I, I admire going out and saying fuck you all. Fuck you all. Um, oh God, Monty's eviction. Jesus, they seem to have got rid of the endurance tasks this year. I think they've just made the interviews the endurance tasks. Like, fucking hell. Proper masochism. Um, Monty looked a bit weird. Like, uh, he looked like he had hives and he had one eye on Dip, one on Dazzle. Um, I think he said something about racism against white people. White people, especially men, are very discriminated against. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) Um... He said, praise and blame is all the same, which I thought was quite nice. Something you might get in like a fortune cookie. Um, And then Monty said, best of luck to all the candidates. I hope everyone plays a good, clean, stroke, dirty game. That'll make you mind it. Um, He was basically being like a real uh, um, creep. Not creep. But he was, like, on his best behaviour. It reminded me of, like, when Jay Goody came in the house on uh, CBB after racially abusing Shilpa. It was, like, cowed, you know. It wasn't Monty's real opinion that he felt bad for things he'd said in the house. It was that someone had told him, you should feel bad about this and, like, backtrack. But it's not like anyone's watching this show anyway. So you could pretty much say exactly what you like, do what you like. Just go on the rampage. No one will ever know. It's perfectly fine. Um, little Judy was giving it all. Yes, ma'am. And all this crap. Um, yeah, bollocks. I've written, the integrity of the game is shot. Well, I'm not sure if that relates to <laughs> Monty's interview or something else. <laughs> That's what happens when you read your notes from a week ago. So the next HOH comp was something to do with a barcode. I've put cheap ass. Um, and measuring a barcode, I have no recollection of this whatsoever. I think I was drunk when I watched this episode. Um, it wasn't even an episode. <laughs> I was drunk and it, the episode's like five minutes long. Like, how the fuck do you expect me to remember what happened? Um, 
Do you remember that? Oh, I can't remember. Um, anyway, Scott won. Uh, boo! Ah, uh, oh, it was at this point that I decided how much I fucking hate Scott's voice. Something about the tone of his voice. I don't know where he comes from. No offence to anyone who comes from his area. I'm sure you don't sound anything like him. But there's just something about the tone of his voice that really just rubs me up the wrong way. It's like, if you ever watched uh, Big Brother Canada, Arlie, I think it was season two. Yeah, it was season two. Just the sound of his voice proper puts me on edge. Um, And Scott's is right up there. Um, And it's not just his voice, is it? Let's be honest. He's like, ugh. He's disgusting. Also, this, like, Mean Girls Alliance, whatever they're called, the plastics, like... (sighs) I was going to say they know America's not on their side, so why don't they change up their game? But actually, America went after Danielle this week, so hmm, what do I know? Oh, yeah, so the Plastics called themselves the Ball Smashers. Um, is that okay? Does that pass the FCC check? Probably, because it's not even on TV. And they said they're the Ball Smashers and they're Virgin King Scott. Oof. Um, <laughs> so Scott decided he wanted to put Shane and Danielle up which is fine by me because they're dull as fuck. Uh, the only notable thing about Shane is he needs his haircut. Um, and the only notable thing about Danielle is... Uh, I think a lot of people seem to hate Danielle, but I don't really know why. Like, I've heard people on other podcasts and stuff say, like, oh, she's playing the game too hard, she's doing this shit. I've not seen her do it. The only thing I've seen her do is, like, f- uh, frig off with Shane in the, on a trampoline. That's about it. Um, I've put Shane is wearing pedal pushers here. That's not good. Um, uh, <laughs> Scott drinking Diet Coke is less sexy than John McCruick drinking Diet Coke. Strong words from myself there that I forgot even writing. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is so annoying. On a little live feed, but I have watched some other live feed this week, by the way. Although, admittedly, not much. I've probably watched about three or four hours, which is quite pathetic, really. I'll, I'll try and watch some more this week. I've just not really had time. Um, but yeah, on the live feed, it's so annoying. The house nights are basically trying to all cut a deal with America. They're like, oh, America, will you do this for us? Will you do that for us? It's so annoying. It's like, just, I'm so tired of hearing them talk about America. It's like the fourth wall has been trampled upon and I don't like it. Um, Jason was complaining about um, people not doing the housework and he said, I used to live with strippers and even they knew how to clean up after themselves. <laughs> That's a bit rude. Um, Scott, I noticed, as well as his horrible voice, disgusting face, uh, awful personality, was wearing Crocs, which I forgot what Crocs were called. Apparently, they're coming back in this season. I read it in the Heat magazine. Make it that what you will. But, um, yeah, I forgot what Crocs were called. And uh, B.B. Moe's uh, reminded me, you need to listen to their podcast. It's B.B.M.O.E.S. And they're two American gay fellas. Very funny. Very, if you like this, <laughs> why would you? <laughs> In fact, forget this. Just go listen to theirs. It's funny. Um, <laughs> I was like, if you like this, you might like that. No, it's cool. It had like a spirit of like, you know, our podcast. So, um, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Jason. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah, this is off BB Mice. This is good av- av- uh, advertisement for them, advertisement for them. They told a story about how Jason said on the live feed that he once went down on a blind girl. 
And I thought that's a good story because you wouldn't expect Jason to go down on a girl full stop, let alone a, a blind girl. So that's the sort of stuff you hear on their podcast if you want to listen to it. I think it's pretty funny. Um, I didn't even sponsor me for that. I just think they're cool. So then <laughs> Scott was going about nominating Shane and Danielle again. Yeah. Shelby says she wants to work around America's nomination. I'm like, although they did work around it this week because Danielle got nominated. Like, it's quite a lot to take on the whole of America, isn't it, in your alliance? Like, even if you are called the Bull Smashers, it's like, just look at Hillary Clinton, she's struggling. Um, I don't know, I would personally work with America and, like, kiss their ass a little bit more and hope for the best. Um, Have you noticed everyone evicted so far has been a man? That's good. And there was more women in there in the first place, so I'm liking the positive discrimination. Um... Morgan was crying over a jar of pickles. I can't remember why. Was it because she's a have-not? Nene went up to campaign to Scott and she said... I don't think she said this directly to Scott, probably in the DR, about Alex. I want that heifer gone. It's a bit strong. I don't think Alex is even overweight, let alone a heifer. Um, <laughs> well, I do like the divide in the house, though. It's like a kind of like a good old-fashioned like friendship versus... Um, what's Janelle's team called it's like that isn't it it's like uh old school but then you got America involved pot stirring and that ruins it but I like the thought is there that it is like one side versus the other which is always nice um uh, oh yeah Scott got the care package and I was thinking why the fuck would America give Scott the care package and then I realized it was like um uh, it wasn't a good thing for him. It was like a not a not care package, a don't care package. I think I've used that before, and I'm sure not the only one. Um, but I'll go into what that was a bit later because I wrote down what the different types of veto was that he got. Um, I noticed on the highlight shows they've got rid of that guy who goes previously on Big Brother, which is annoying. I quite like that. Um, but I think bring him back if anything. Um, oh. On Robbers of Podcast, Glenn, who went out first in BB-18, said, you weren't allowed to smoke on BB-18, which I thought was interesting, because imagine Jason in there not smoking. Um, so I finally got to see some of the longer diary room sessions, and I just want to say thanks to Dr. Detroit, because he hooked me up with some decent, high-definition <laughs> diary room sessions and uh, the latest veto comps, so... Um, it's good because uh, it's given me more of a picture on what the hell is actually going on, although still I'm flaying around in the dark. So from the diary rooms, here's what I've concluded, and I watched all the diary rooms that have been shown so far. Shane is uh, really camp. I think Justin versus Monty, their whole beef, reminded me of like Tim Dormer in BB Australia versus Ed because Ed was like always saying like he's the nice person I'm a gentleman blah 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 but in reality it was Tim who was like the nice genuine person and that's what Justin is like the cool person whereas Monty's like oh he's sexist he's doing this he's doing that and it's actually no Monty you're the one who runs over squirrels so shut the fuck up um Justin's DR's lush Justin's like going uh, about Jason we click clack like we've been best friends forever I love that he said Christy was hella cool and um he likes Whitney because she folded his drawers for him um <laughs> he said Shelby was fake yep she is fake because she's a lawyer pretending to be 
what waitress um and this is weird then they do this like questions to the house thing where i think julie um oh yeah julie like stands there and asks them i think julie actually is there for that bit because she talks to them so unless it's a very sophisticated piece of programming and they've just programmed <laughs> many different answers and bits of banter in between i think she was actually there for that bit which is weird um i liked when justin said you dig to julie <laughs> uh shane said expect the unexpected yep he knows what's going down um the dining session thing is weird though like for those who don't know basically they each have like 10 minutes in the diary room and they get asked a set of 10 questions and they're very fixed questions each week i think it's the same questions each week it seemed to be to me and they go basically the housemates have to read out their own questions it's not like on bbuk when there's a few of them in the room and it's a bit of fun it's like really weird it's like then it's like you have two minutes left and they have to answer the questions i don't know it's really weird and the whole thing is fake ass because they're all like trying to get america and saying oh america can you do this america i don't know it's weird i like it but i just don't like the way it's like an hour and a half long and it's you have to skip through loads of people like whitney and shane and danielle boring um that's what happened in the second one. Oh yeah i've put can't they cut the silences out because it's like it's a person sitting in the chair it's like can you sit in the middle of the chair it's like oh, it's really dry um Justin said in the second sessions, the people he can trust is looking pretty meagre. Um, he called out all brown noses, which is a classic Big Brother. Um, he's saying America, baby. I prefer it if you talk about America, if you call them baby afterwards. Um, and he also said, I've got my lawnmower and I'm about to cut the grass. That's good. Um, and he said he's got his cooking strategy on lockdown. You can't argue with that. Just ask Vinnie Jones um alex i know people have said stuff about her diary room in fact i've heard loads of podcasts slagging off alex's diary rooms, but i didn't think she was that bad as what people said because i heard them slagging her off before i saw her diary room she's quite shrill her sister's shrill as well um i've written here i love jason justin chrissy and neely as they all have life experiences and pop culture references well um so in the last set of drs i watched um morgan looks really old she looks like a pageant mum she wears too much makeup i know she's trying to wear a lot of makeup to look different to alex but still um morgan said i'm notorious for word vomit um i think she apologized to her mum for inventing the ball smashers uh i thought morgan actually came across quite well um jason said his strategy was cleaning these people are like mongrels (laughs) And Jason said, America is my tightest ally. True that. I'm tired of Jason getting all the rewards. Although I do want Jason to stay. So I think Jason's quite lucky because I think, you know how we always like support an underdog. and But somehow he's got away with being the overdog and we're still supporting him. And it's just purely because he's so charming and funny. Uh, he just gets away with it. So I just wonder if it will last forever. Not forever, but throughout the whole game or not. Um... But it's not Jason's fault about the outside con- contact. He's a contract. He didn't make the rules, you know. So he's just rolling with the punches. I don't blame him. I hope he wins. I hope he wins 250k. Um, and he said, America's our seventh alliance member. True. And that made me think, how did Shane get to be in the late night jamboree? He's so boring. Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah. So here's the different 
vetoes that Scott had to pick from as part of his reward from America, which actually is a poison chalice. So Scott had to pick between three vetoes. It's the diamond power veto, where the winner can save themselves and choose the person who gets renominated. So that's like really hardcore, like uh, when Matt um, used the diamond power veto to evict Kathy. <laughs> and the double veto, so two people win a veto. None of these things are good for Scott's game. Or the boomerang veto which means one person can use it twice. I don't really know what that means, and I don't think they did either. Um, it's not a very good care package, because they all fuck Scott, but that's why we gave it to Scott. Well done, America. <laughs> Finally, you're pulling your weight. Um, so then, oh, Scott told Jason that um, he was coming after Shane. Jason's like, don't worry, I got you. I know how to play this game. And then immediately went and told Shane what Scott had said. Okay. Um... Yeah, because Scott wants to be the last person standing from the four horsemen, just like Drew and Cowboy. <laughs> um, no, just Drew. Cowboy was second. Um, it was Whitney's birthday. She's only 22. Fucking hell, no wonder she's so boring. She's barely an amoeba. Um, and not an amoeba, an embryo. <laughs> she is pretty much an amoeba, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Scott's striptease. Uh, who encouraged him to do what sick fuck encouraged this it was oh Jesus Christ I think he's made me lesbian the white wifrants were a risk I must admit on his part but on the little live feed highlights bit Jason did a striptease that was amazing his body is quite <laughs> it's wrong to fancy Jason but it, I like his body because it's like uh, I know it's like a little boy isn't it And oh god that sounds wrong <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I like his uh, yellow and blue. That can't be underpants. I must have like swimming trunks he had on. But he, that was hilarious. It's proper like grinding on Whitney. That was funny. Um. <laughs> so then the have-nots were announced. And they were Danielle, Shelby and Alex. Sexist. Um, Shelby was annoyed because Danielle and Shane were having have-not sex. Um, on the tramps, Aline. <laughs> I was going to try and work that into the title, but I think it's quite unworkable. That is a bit gross. Having sex in a have-not room, I suppose it's like having sex in like public toilet or something, isn't it? It's like when Marco on uh, CBB, or was that even CBB? No, BBUK, when he said he was going to have sex in the diary and chair. It's like that, isn't it? It's like filth. Um, yeah, quite good, really. Um, so then. Scott put Neely and Chrissy up. Boo. I like Neely and Chrissy. Um, and then Neely said she doesn't care if she gets a tinfoil veto or a cubic zirconia veto. She's doing a play on diamond power veto. Um, what other types of veto could she have? Copper. Mm, iron. Steel. Oh, there's some good ideas there. Um uh, <laughs> And then America nominated Danielle. Now, I'm sure there's a story behind this, which I've not been privy to because I've not looked on Twitter for about a week. Um, but America nominated Danielle. So why? Why, why, why? Because she seems quite inoffensive to me, but I know there's more of a story to this than I thought, unless it's a classic slut shame because Danielle slut shame, <laughs> slut shame. Hold on. There is a title here. <laughs> <laughs> because she's fucking Shane. Maybe they are slut-shaming her. 
<laughs> do you think i don't know it could be that i could be completely wrong but it has been known um and morgan said she was very happy that that side of the house got nominated at last yeah america you thick fucks um no offense but why are you nominating someone who's actually in jason's alliance if you like jason so much stupid nominate shelby or morgan or alex why nominate uh someone who's on jason's side and who's on justin's side and who's on chrissy's side stupid um so then i saw another little live feed highlights bit and some things from going on. i remember hearing this a while back so this must be old news about them hiding some chocolate that belongs to shelby i think it was but the upshot was someone had rooted through chrissy's dirty panties this was very reminiscent of um in cbb when stephanie davis's dirty panties were strewn on a table by Darren Day, and she was basically slut-shamed for a dirty panty. So I did feel for Chrissy because she was crying. She said, I put a lot of stuff out there on social media, but that's not really who I am. But when you root through my dirty panties, that is who I am. She didn't quite say that, but it was worse that vet. Um, ooh, so this is... Because that was basically all the content I had. Thanks to Renthrace again, by the way. Um, but then... Doctor Detroit hooked me up with a veto, which is really cool. I never watched like a whole veto like this before, like the whole thing from start to finish. And although these vetoes are quite shit, like it's quite good to see like the way it works, like how Big Brother like tells them where to stand and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it was on the quad cam, which is quite good because then you can see like people's reactions, like when Chrissy got knocked out, like her reaction and Danielle's reaction. Uh, it's quite interesting. I like it. It makes you feel like all powerful, like you're in Sliver or something. Um, so the video was you had to do a puzzle, basically. It was like um, t- kind of like Tetris or like those little puzzles you used to do when you're little with the little square that you just shift the pieces around or whatever. Um, Jason was hosting. Um, and they had to like pick people to face off against. It was one of those. And there was like a red curtain that was around the puzzle. So after they'd done the puzzle, like Ted obviously come out around the back to like, fix up the next puzzle uh it was so cheap <laughs> but uh, it was good with the quad cam because you could see like a camera view from above so you could actually see who was doing the puzzle the quickest which was good um and did look cheap as fuck uh so then danielle beat scott um alex beat neely alex was really fast so i wouldn't have faced off against her she was really really good um justin beat danielle I'm not sure how and Daniel was really upset, going, "Oh, why didn't you throw it to me?" And Justin's like, <laughs> "Maybe he wanted you on the block. Who knows?" Um, and Daniel basically went and did like a cry in the bush, except there was no bush, so it was just like just a sad little pitiful cry. It was stupid because there's still like a double veto in play because that's what Scott chose to go with. So there was still a chance someone could have used it on Daniel, although admittedly quite a slim chance <laughs> um so the last two players standing when the double veto which was alex and justin i was pleased that justin won um this was a disgrace though jason gives him the veto it's just the veto bit no no string you telling me they can't even afford a fucking string for the veto i got a veto here i got it for my birthday and mine has got a string on it if i can afford the string CBS can afford to put the vetoes on a fucking string. You tight fuckers. Oh, here's your veto. Oh, what should I do with it? Put it in my pocket. Shove it down my pants. Put it in my bra. 
give him a fucking string for fuck's sake. I, honestly, I've never seen anything so cheap in my life. Even Jason went, oh, it's not quite saying about the necklace, is it? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I saw a masterful bit of strategy at this exact point. Scott said to Jason, oh, I'm down to my last nine fags. I don't think you say fags in America, but that's what we say. Uh, I think that's something else in America, actually. It's something Jason wouldn't approve of. But yeah, Scott goes to Jason, I'm down to my last five, uh, nine six. And Jason went, don't worry, I'm still here. The convenience store is still working. And I thought, oh my God, that is such a good strategy. Like, Scott ain't going to want to put Jason out if Jason's got the only fags in the house. It's masterful. It's It's just the way he said it. It was like, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I. if I'm not here, you're not getting any fags, so fuck you, mate. It was just like, I was like, oh, Jason. Sometimes Jason pulls that bit of strategy like that. It's like, that is good. And then other times he just, like, disappoints you. He's all over the place, but um, I like that. It was good. Um, so then I watched the renom ceremony and veto ceremony, which I watched on... Oh, I probably shouldn't say it. Um, <laughs> and... Justin used his veto on Chrissy, which I think was good. Uh, I presume all of this was prearranged because Scott wanted to get Danielle and Shane up. Um, but um, Scott renominated. Scott had to re. Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> uh, Scott had to put someone up to replace Chrissy, so he put Shane up as a replacement. So we were left with Shane, Danielle, and Neely on the block. Now. I don't know about you, but I could not care less who goes out of those three. No, actually, I don't want Neely to go because she seems like a good soul. Shane and Danielle are just like, oh, they are the most boring housemates on the planet. Like, even when they're having sex, I don't find it interesting. It's just like, why do they keep showing it as well? It's disgusting. I barely watch any of this show and all I ever see is them two in bed grinding on each other. I'm no prude, but come on. Um... So I'm presuming that Danielle will go because, well, let's be honest, she's black, she's a woman, you do the maths. Um, oh, and America will probably vote for her as well if they voted for her to put her up. So, ugh, same old story. But then I'll say that, but then we did lose Cornbread and Monty the first two weeks, so I can't complain too much. Jason's still in the house, Justin's still in the house, Chrissy's still in the house, although she does seem like a bit of a buzzkill. Um, so, you know, it's not... It's not all bad. There's a good divide. There's people to hate, people to like. So I think on the whole, it's good. I just wish there was more of it to watch. It was in a better format. Um, You know, there's things you could improve, definitely. But it's nice just to have some Big Brother on at this time of year, to be honest. Uh, I appreciate it. Keeps us warm until CBB. So thanks so much for listening. Follow me on Twitter, LightUpVM. You can follow the podcast's Twitter. It's BB on Blast. And if you could, um, yeah, if you could follow that, that'd be helpful. Um, what else? Read my book, First Aid Kit Girl. It's about to blow up. And <laughs> um, what else? Don't know. Send me feedback on this podcast. Um, someone said they didn't like me swearing on the podcast, which is, I, I do feel bad about that, but um i really hate podcasts where they don't swear especially when um they like are trying hard not to swear i think it's awful i'd much rather just hear someone swear there's no watershed in my house uh it's just uh it's fun to swear i like it if anything um so yeah apologies if you don't like my swearing but you know tough shit (laughs) 
Thanks so much for listening. I do really appreciate it, whoever you are, whatever you like. If you like this, if you listen, to, if you take time from your ears to listen to this, I appreciate it so much. So thanks a lot. See you soon. Bye.